Hey everyone, this is Anthony. And Ashley. And this is A&A on Life. Ashley, how are you feeling? Um, I think I feel tired again. <laughs> I'm with you this time. School is, is, is coming back in session after a long winter's break. And, it, you know, first day back is always like, ooh, I have to get up this early. Man. I also feel... Uh, I feel hopeful, actually. And I know that that's opposite of what a lot of Americans are feeling right now. Yeah. Because of the um, Capitol Hill fiasco okay, right. and, and all that. But I, I, I feel hopeful. You know, I feel like a lot of things are being exposed and light is being shined on things that a lot of people denied even existed. And so that, that does bring me hope. Even through chaos and turmoil, truth is being revealed. Absolutely, I'm tired. I'm tired. I I just my I mean I, I was sleepy, like tired, as in my body didn't get enough rest throughout the day. But then just this day was just filled with obstacle after obstacle at work, and so now I'm just drained mentally, tired as well. In addition to being physically tired. <laughs> but, you know, I'll push through it. Yeah. So, the yeah, topic true, at hand is the five love languages as introduced by, uh, I think it's Chaplin or Pastor Gary Chapman. So, he's the author of the book, The Five Love Languages. And in his book, he introduces the idea that each of us have a primary way we receive and express love. And there are uh, five languages, words of affirmation, physical touch, receiving gifts, quality time, and acts of service. So in the book, there's an opportunity for anyone who's reading to take a quiz to kind of assess what your love language is. And so Ashley and I have both read it. Actually, before we were together. Mm-hmm. Before we even met. Yeah, before we'd even met, we had both actually had known our love languages and kind of brought that into the relationship. Right. So I, my primary love language, the one that I primarily like to receive is words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. And yours is? And mine is quality time. Quality time. And they mention that, and um, Gary mentions in the book, that the way you receive love may not be be the way that you show it. Show love, correct. Right. So you may want word of affirmation, but you express it with, you know, physical touch or something. Right. And I I feel, and you can speak to this, I think acts of service is probably the way I express most often. I know. I think it's word of affirmation. You think so? I do. I do. Like when you, when you're feeling mushy and you want to, you start talking mm. and like pumping me up, like gassing <laughs> me up, right? Like, man, you beautiful. You this and you that. And man, look how you did this. I love the way you cook and you do this and that. Yeah. You, you just start talking a lot. So I think that's that's, that's how you show it too. But you do keep in mind that I receive it a certain way as well. So right. you balance it out. I know you need your quality time. So You know I need my quality you time. You need your quality time. <laughs> So I, Which uh, is why I agreed to this podcast, exactly. right? Like this is 
like my way of getting <laughs> my quality time. There you go. Sit here and talk oh, and chat. I'm, I'm all for stuff. the win-win. I'm all for it. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it, it was very helpful. It was super helpful to come into a relationship. So, th- and th- this was before we were even dating. Just early in our conversation, we kind of talked about that. Like, how do you like to receive love, and mm-hmm. how do you feel loved? Mm-hmm. Um, I tell people like I think we do an enormous amount of talking, <laughs> you and I. Yeah, and it's not you know, of course it's not bad, but I I realize that even in the very beginning of our relationship, we it wasn't too shallow for too long. Mm-mm. So let's let's get to the nitty gritty. Let's talk. I, I I don't remember the extent of our first conversation. I do remember everything about it. Well, second conversation, first conversation the night we met. Mm-hmm. At um, oh man, oh I know. I just I was, drew a blank. All I can see is chicken wings. I know. I'm too tired. Greens we and gonna, mac we and cheese. We're gonna have to give them a shout out at the, so at the end of the podcast. I thought I'd look it up, but there's a there was that conversation. But then the next time we talked, I was actually on my way down to San Diego and I was driving, and so I had like a two and a half, three hour mm-hmm. window, and you were free that whole time, and we talked. And I, we, we, it wasn't shallow very long within that, that conversation. We were talking about some, I I honestly don't remember. I do not remember. No. One conversation I do remember was, it was really late Mm -hmm. and I was laying down and we just started talking about family and finances and Mm -hmm. it was just like, wow, I'm like really talking to this dude. Yeah. I don't remember the San Diego combo because I actually was busy at the time. Got it. Um, you yeah, were, you were, doing yeah, you were driving thing. to the wedding. And um, my no, household, we were getting ready for a retirement dinner. Yeah, it was a, a party. Yeah. Holiday party. No, retirement. For me, it was a holiday oh, party. Oh, yeah. Oh, I was I going to it was a holiday, holiday party. No, no. Okay. Yeah, holiday party. And, and um, yeah. But, but it, it kind of communicates like you wanted that quality time from the very beginning. Like mm-hmm. it was always something that you valued and you, mm-hmm. even if it wasn't, even if we had a later conversation about it explicitly, like out of Gary Chapman's work, it was known from the beginning. Like this is just, this is just what she needs. Right. Um, but That's I, cool. and I do, but I do remember telling you like, I need to yeah. be affirmed. Like, we had a whole conversation around the book. Yeah. I'm, I don't know who brought it up first or not. I don't know who who um, initiated the conversation about the book, but we both, you know, said that we had read it before. Mm-hmm. And um, then it was, of course, you know, okay, well, then what's your love language? Yeah. Of course, that would be the next step in that conversation. But um, I know my secondary is physical touch. Same. Mm-hmm. We 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 are some snugglers. Yeah, we are. We do. We do enjoy a good snuggle. <laughs> we enjoy a and good I, snuggle. You know, it's super. <laughs> it's super important to know that because there are people who don't even like to be touched. Mm-hmm. Even my people that they love and adore and will do anything for it, they don't like to be touched. That's my sissy. <laughs> and so, <laughs> knowing that going into a relationship or sustaining a relationship is super important because if somebody likes to touch as an expression of love mm-hmm. and they're with somebody who doesn't like to be touched right. but that's not communicated or they don't have the language for it mm-hmm. man it's just going to create an automatic you know 
divide. Right. Or you read it wrong. Right. Like, I'm not being sexual right now. I'm right. Li- I literally just want just a hug. A hug, yeah. Or I'm literally just rubbing your shoulder. Right. Like, no hidden agenda here. <laughs> I literally just want you to hold my hand. <laughs> that too. You can definitely miscommunicate. You know, mm-hmm. like, if you're a person who needs quality time and you're like, irritated by you know Netflix and chill is literally Netflix and chill for me right (laughs) like let's watch the movie (laughs) together and chill and and I could call you know if I didn't know that I could be like why is she so clingy why is she so needy does she not trust me does she, you know, why does she need to see me every night? You know, why can't I just I have a night? Need, it was never like that, <laughs> number one. This is <laughs> it true. was never let not, clingy. Let me not uh, <laughs> let me not paint the wrong picture of you. You definitely aren't. You aren't clingy. I'm just saying in a in a general sense. Mm-hmm. If if it's not understood, it, it can definitely send off mixed messages. I I know this personally from past relationships. Words of affirmation. This is something else Gary talks about. The love language that you receive is also the one that can be the most harmful. Harmful if it's mm-hmm. um, done in a in an unpleasant way. Yeah. So, like for me, because I'm so big on words of affirmation, any type of criticism, correction. Or, that's a different conversation. Yeah. That's a different episode. <laughs> we gonna say that whole topic. You, you see, I'm ready. <laughs> you don't like to be corrected. <laughs> That's a whole different podcast episode. Like, oh, you going there? You opening nope, that door? We're not. You're closing it. Okay. That'll be a future one. I was saying that at today time, is about love. Today is all about the love. <laughs> and okay, what okay. I was saying is that when I do receive criticism mm-hmm. or correction, oh, or you said negative see, feedback, see. So or judgment, I hear what you mean. I take it. A lot harsher than someone who doesn't have that as their primary love language. In the same way, Mm -hmm. if you don't get quality time, it affects you more than it would affect me. Or if I'm avoided. Or avoided, right, right. The opposite of, you know, whatever your love language is. Or ignored. Avoidance and ignoring. So those things are also very important to be aware of, right? Because it helps me to communicate, hey, I'm not ignoring you right now. One of the things I, the habit I had to develop in this relationship was just to text you, like when I got places or mm-hmm. where I was, right? So that's weird. Why you, you never had to do that in other relationships? I'm pretty sure I probably should have done ah! it in other relationships. <laughs> well, I'm glad but, you uh, did it. Now we're here. <laughs> you made it to me. Um, yeah. So there's that part of it, mm-hmm. but. Understanding, but then part of it too, though, was coming into this relationship with that understanding, Mm -hmm. with the maturity to say, I need to meet her needs as much as I want my needs to be met. That's mature. You know, that's really, to your credit, you're very aware. And I tell people all the time, like, my husband's very smart. He knows how not to get on my bad side. He's very (laughs) reasonable. You know, he, if, if I'm not being unreasonable, he'll understand where I'm coming from. Yeah. And even though he maybe wasn't in that place or didn't think of it that way, he'll think on it like, you know what though? You have a you you you've made a good point. I should have done that based on the what you presented to me or what you said. Right. I've always said that. And you're like, "Huh, that is true. Like if I need something, 
and she give her what she needs. Right. You just, you're good like that. Thanks, babe. <laughs> oh, see that word of affirmation about it? You I see do. it? I feel it. <laughs> I feel every bit of it. I'm full right now. <laughs> you were like, thanks, babe. <laughs> <laughs> and that, I, actually, I just used uh, another tool that uh, Gary talked about. I just said I'm full right now. And mm-hmm. so one of the ways we check in with each other is he is uh we say where's your love tank at? Is yeah. your love tank full? That is a, a is something from the book. Yeah. But like he gave that image of like, you know, a, a tank being empty or right. full or right. even overflowing. Exactly. And so for us to, you know, move forward to drive into our uh relationship, we have to be um we have we need fuel. We yeah. need to be fueled by our partner and by communicating love, that's how we yeah. we feel ourselves. So. One one thing I I'll, I'll say like when you randomly and usually it is random like I don't see it coming. I could be cooking or reading a book and out of nowhere it's like, hey, how's your love tank doing? And it forces me to check in with myself mm-hmm. too. Like you're checking with me, but in your mind, I assume it's like you know how I f- I know how I feel. Right. So it's like, yeah. let me ask her how she's feeling. But in that moment, I may not. True. You know, so that's like a reminder, like to check on yourself, like that self-care check. Yeah. Kind of thing. You, you know, you you hit me with it, too. So a lot of times I'm like, oh, I don't know. I, I, I don't know, girl. And so I mean. and, and it, <laughs> that's an excellent point. It does put me in a position to know, mm-hmm. which. Is is huge, right? You yeah. gotta know yourself, and so right. um, you, you put your attention so many other places, right. especially with work and uh, COVID and riots and family, and just health, health, wellness, like, like everything, everything is just happening around us, and we we forget that self check. And sometimes it takes a loved one to remind us, like, hey, have you drank water today? <laughs> like, how do you, how is your body? Right. Are you hydrated? Right. Are you hungry? Have you been eating vegetables? Here's right. a piece of fruit. <laughs> like, you're looking a little tired. Are you sleeping? Yeah. You know, maybe it's, you know, you seem a little, a little irritated at me. How's your love tank? Like, is this something that I need to be doing? Mm-hmm. You know, and that, it's, that knowing is so, because we, as as individuals have needs and without those needs being met, we can't meet the needs of our, of our um, partner. Like I can't meet your need mm-hmm. if I haven't met mine. Right. Like if, and if we take it stripped down everything, if I'm dehydrated <laughs> and I haven't eaten in seven days, Oh Lord, I'm not, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to meet your, like what, it doesn't matter what. I wouldn't even expect you to, you know, you have and gone so, beyond hangry at that point. The, it's it's easy to realize in the tangible, and that same thing applies in the um, in the mental space and right. in the in the space of the soul, where right. we need to be fueled by our, our partner. And and another great point about the five love languages that Gary mentions, and I think he has like a whole bunch of different books, like the five love languages for teens, for singles, for everything. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not just for romantic couples or for intimate no. couples. It is for family, family friends. for friends. You mentioned coworkers, your, your sissy, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I am not offended by the lack of hugs <laughs> that right. I get, and I hug. And she knowing, knows I hug her just because I know right. it's like our thing. But 
And so yeah, going into that relationship, like I don't go to her, her like, oh, big hug. No. That would that's not what she needs to no. communicate, right? So I know that. And you and know not, she cares about you regardless of her lack of physical affection because she's a gift giver. She is a um, an amazing gift giver. Mm-hmm. An amazing Thoughtful, gift giver, right? I, and this is and this is another thing that this is a, a beautiful point that I love. Gary talked about is that you want to know where your weaknesses are and your flaws as a love speaker because if you're in complete opposite with someone, mm-hmm. it can cause a lot of tension. Yeah. So, for example, giving gifts, we are both. In agreement, Awful. we are terrible gift givers. Trash gift givers. We are, I literally I have, actually. I literally have my trash. parents, <laughs> my brother, and my dad's Christmas presents are still downstairs right that's, now. That's their Christmas present from the year we got married, Anthony. That's not true. Yes, it is. No. Yes, this is this. <laughs> Wait, it is, but this is how bad we are. <laughs> this, this is how awful. So everyone listening out there, the idea, we got our, our wedding pictures, um, you know, they were sent to us and we were like, mm-hmm. oh my goodness, there's this picture of Anthony, his brother and his father. Awesome picture. Like they're sitting there and it's just like this beautiful picture of these men. And immediately we're like, man, we got to gift this to them so that all three of you can have this picture in your yeah. home. And we were like, yeah, we're going to do it for Christmas. That Christmas passed. Okay, birthdays, Father's Day. That yes, Anthony, because there were our wedding pictures, and that's when we had the idea. So it is very clear, and it's still in our house. We are awful gift givers, but at least this year we printed them and and, and (laughs) we we made (laughs) progress. We framed them. We are awful, and and it's a growing area. Like we have to be deliberate about it. Both of us have to be deliberate mm-hmm. about giving gifts because yeah. we both know that we're awful about it. Now, right. imagine if I come into this relationship and you just love gifts. And, and gifts, and I like how he explains it, right? It's not like, and you said it's yeah. the thoughtfulness. It's being thoughtful. It's not money. Yeah. It's not. A, it's what's valuable, yeah. not cost. Yeah. And so imagine if you were just like, you loved gifts. You just needed gifts. Like, and I was just like... You came home again been, without anything? Yeah. Has it been two years? You went like, to the yeah. store and didn't give me gummy bears or something? Right. Yeah. And and knowing that is so important. I want to say before we stop that um, knowing your friend's love language is very important too. Yeah. Um, Like my best friend, not recently now, it's been a while, moved to Kentucky. And my love language is quality time. Mm-hmm. And it's not like talking on the phone, or but like physical, like right. you being in the room with me. And her love language is word of affirmation. You know, so like talking on the phone is fine. You know, and yeah. I, I literally, I cannot stand talking on the phone. I'd much rather visit you and see you face to face. But knowing that I have to be intentional about calling her or sending her, you know, Encouraging messages on a text if I just can't with the phone right now, you right. know, but being intentional about that. And then her, whenever she does visit, she carves out a day, you know, like this is your day. Like, I'm going to make sure that we hang out this day. Yeah. You know, and it. And that what actually what that makes me think of, too, is especially in friendships, it can definitely create a uh, an unbalance where 
you're filling her tank up mm-hmm. with words of affirmation. Yours is being depleted. Mm-hmm. She's everything's great. What do you mean? Like I feel I'm awesome. Yeah, we're having this relationship. I mean, and you're and you know, you're not in this space, but you could be. Yeah. Like this the relationship's on the decline. Right. And it's just a matter of the two of you not speaking the same, yeah. speaking the same language. There's one thing we like to say a lot. And it the more we say it, the more we realize that it is relevant in a lot of different areas. And um, I don't remember the movie, but I heard this line in the movie and it stuck with me. Um, most people are miserable or unhappy or, you know, can't make it through life because they don't know what they want and they don't know how to ask for it. Amen. So it's like, know what you want and know how, and to, know ask how to ask for it. And that that touches every aspect of your life. Yeah. You know, relationships, finances, work, work, you know, food, (laughs) anything, you know, the going to the doctor, your health. Yeah. And know what you want and how to ask for it. And and with friendships, like if if I know that I need to spend time with my friend, I'm going to hop on a plane. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, hey, you know, I need to come see you. Um, is there a time that I can come by and visit? Right. And then I'm there. Or with you. Like, hey, babe, I, can we hang out on Friday? Or can we do a date night every Friday? Like, is this something right. that we can commit to? Which is why we do. Because, yeah. like, I know that you're busy. I know you have work. Well, right now, quarantine, we're together all the time. Yay. But, yeah. uh, <laughs> you know, just... Before that, though, it was like date night Friday. Yeah, because, I mean, I wouldn't see you, but maybe two, three hours at most nights, if that. If that. And that was eating and mm, showering and everything else in in, in You fall asleep early and I wake, and you wake up early. early. Yeah, so know what you want and know how to ask for it. Thank you for listening. We ask that if this has blessed you in any way, please subscribe, rate us, and share with others. ANA on Life is a production of 128 Media, a listener-supported media company. If you'd like to support this podcast and other great content, visit 128media.com. That's O-N-E-28-M-E-D-I-A.com. Always remember to be kind and love the little things because they really are the big things. Live well.